Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Callum. And one of us is bored. This week, we're discussing Dynasty Warriors. At the end of the Han Dynasty, the citizens were suffering. The Yellow Turbans rebelled. The Han Dynasty is dead! The Yellow Turbans will rule! From this day forth, peace and prosperity will reign! Without rebellions, how can there be heroes? The first heroes in Chinese history. I'd rather wrong people than be wronged by them! Free brothers bonded by no footburn. Actually, that's not what that said. Oh well. So what you'll have probably just been treated to, if <laughs> if Sam has edited correctly or well or or, or I don't know how how to say like I'm almost embarrassed I've done it already. <laughs> you'll have just heard me narrating the trailer for Dynasty Wars because there is no English trailer. <laughs> I mean, not that that would improve things, honestly. But um, I decided to pay homage by doing it in the style of the wonderful voice acting from Dynasty Warriors Free. So. Um, it's intentionally bad. But having said that, if anyone wants to hire me for voiceover work, I totally would. So just I'm his agent now, so contact me. I need a fee. You see, yeah. I bullied him into that. He was so not for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she can. She can have a fee. She's. She can pimp me out. That's fine. And um, yeah, I'm here. I'm available, and I have a beautiful voice. So just uh, yeah, let's see what we can do. In the, anyway, any hoodle doodle poodle. <laughs> Um, Dynasty Warriors. So really, really sad. This is the last in our in our uh, video game adaptation month, which for whatever reason has extended from June into July. But <laughs> it's like it's still a month in, in my in my um, by my estimations, it's still a month. Well, we if... couldn't miss this game out. So. No, this I was really, really excited when I saw this was being released, and it was like it, just the timing of it. I was like, oh no, we have to have to do it. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know um dynasty warriors as a franchise has been around for over 20 years at this point and predominantly it's a hack and slash game you're running around levels just um attacking soldiers with various weapons uh, based on char- uh, based on characters well I, a lot of the see the, the weird thing about this is so Dynasty Warriors the game is loosely based off of the Romance of the Three Kingdoms story, which itself is loosely based off of real figures from Chinese history. Yeah. But but the novels themselves are kind of fictitious in many ways. And so this film is based off of the games which are based off of a novel which are kind of based off of real life is my kind of understanding of the whole the inception situation. of yeah. adaptations yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit far-fetched so i think i i i wonder if going into this i maybe had really really unfair expectations of it because for me at least i really really like these games i know they're very very divisive amongst people because they're kind of um you don't have to think a lot to play them like it's mostly just running around and hitting square which is the type of games that most people don't necessarily like. My kind of game, though. I'm well, for that. Yeah, it can be. can be really, really good fun. Um, but, you know, the story the story of the games usually um, is based off over decades and decades. So there's multiple uh, fights going on with multiple cross-references and alliances and 
characters swapping sides and all sorts of things going on. So it's a very, very complicated, complicated story if you really, really get into it. And so, for whatever reason, I was thinking, you know, we're going to have a whole cast of characters here because I think the Dynasty Warriors franchise has like over, at this point, it must be over 70 playable characters at this point. Must be at hmm. least. Um, and yet, you know, being sensible, that really didn't make sense for like a film to be released covering like a massive amount of time with that many people in it. So what we actually have here is the equivalent to the entry level for most of the games plus the follow-up. So you've got the, the Yellow Tarbon Rebellion followed by the Hulao Gate, which is usually the first two battles in most of the story modes from every Dynasty Warriors back to Dynasty Warriors 2 pretty much has followed that path. So it's quite short in terms of what's uh, in terms of uh, its relation to the games, but um, you actually made you made a really interesting point just before we started. Well, recording that you were saying that you think this is quite long in many ways, or a bit too long. Well, that was before I saw the ending. Um, I'll tell you right straight up. I think this would have been better actually as a TV series, like a oh, long running series rather than a film. Agreed. Yeah, I think to be honest, you can kind of see from the way that it ends. They've they've got their they have it kind of set up so that there is the potential for sequels going forward. I don't think that's going to happen, honestly. I, but I, I mean, I'm really annoyed because I was really invested, <laughs> weirdly. And then I don't know whether to spoil it now, but like it doesn't end. It's just like there's no satisfying ending at all. They just kind of. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's it's not really a shock to like to anyone who's familiar with that part of the story as it were like it's not there isn't an end there and in actual fact like shit really hits the fan shortly after that um we'll go into this in a little bit but you're right as a film it's not satisfying and it would have made a better long-running series like game of thrones yeah honestly and i think it would have been quite good as a game of thrones type thing i think people would have went for that because it is really cheesy and silly but like it was fun you know it is like it's it's so over the top um and i'm (laughs) I was right from the start, um, I was kind of smiling away by myself watching this when you've got this overly heavily produced CGI fight going on where, you know, it doesn't look good. And it's really funny because obviously we watched uh, Braveheart not that long ago and that film's like, what, two and a half decades old? And I would argue Mm -hmm. that the amount of people on screen, they handled their their battle scenes significantly better than this does. Although I suppose it's going for a different tone overall. But see, I thought this was kind of like, I thought that this kind of justified its bad CGI because it's based off a game and it was very true to the like see when I was watching it, I was like oh god because I, I did actually believe it or not listener play this game briefly once <laughs> <laughs> I know I know what shock <laughs> but I was like oh my god this is exactly like playing a game but it's actually so much fun to watch <laughs> like because like you know there's these moves you do and it just send blast tons and tons of enemies backwards yeah and it looked ridiculous and they kept like flying towards each other but like head first flying towards each other and look ridiculous but I'm like ah oh, yes that's like a video game move that you know yeah I love I love the bit early on where one of the characters I, he grabs onto someone else and just spins round with his blade and everyone <laughs> within a circle perimeter of him just gets knocked down and it is it is just so ridiculous um and, and no one's dead in this film unless their head's been chopped off yeah there's well yeah see that's a really interesting thing as well I was actually quite surprised by how um not how violent it was, because obviously for this type of film it would be, but for how um, they decided to kill off the characters that they did, because there's no decapitation really 
throughout the series that I'm aware of up to this point. And obviously it's its own adaptation and they want to add an element of, I guess, kind of realism and that's what would have happened. But it was still a bit of a shock to see people's heads flying through the window. And um... But see, it's funny because like, for all it's like, it's a 15, this, mm. right? And I was like, but like for like heads being chopped up, it's done very like subtly. Like I know mm. it sounds stupid. I know the head is physically flying, but there's like no blood or anything. There's barely any blood at all. In fact, you only see deer blood really. Um, yeah, it's actually not that violent really in terms of gore, I suppose. And there's like parts where they kind of imply horrific things are happening to people, mm-hmm. and they just kind of like do really quick cuts. So you don't see anything. There's a bit where um, Lu Bu is. Uh, he's he's come to take the head of I forget who it was, but there, there's there's someone he's he's come to take the head of, and the camera spins around him, and finishes in front of the guy's face, and then there's a there's a fade transition, and his head's just suddenly on a plate being presented to Dong Zhou. Oh, that one's actually really cool though. It was. I actually yeah. really really like. Okay, so here's the thing. Before we try and get into some of the plot and the characters mm. and whatever. I really loved the camera work in this. Like, it was really video gamey, but in a fun way. Like, and then there was just parts of like sweeping through mountains, and then something's happened. I just, I really loved the camera work. It's, it, that's one thing that kept me not bored. It's like there's like, I don't know. It was a lot of effort went to because they were in a circle, circular room, right? It'd be really easy to film that from afar and do close-ups, but they actually hmm. like moved through the room with you, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. No, I did as well. And there's a lot of scenes that kind of don't particularly look very real in terms of just the scenery not not no. some not so much the action but just the scenery itself there's a lot of cgi backgrounds and mm-hmm. mountains that look really really imposing but you're kind of wondering is that actually a real place or is that just something imposed yeah. on the background it didn't look that bad though it did though. it doesn't like and it's really really bizarre because i think if it was almost anything else I would be really, really critical of it, but because it it fits in with the, the tone that's going for this. By the way, we're like this is going to be so controversial because all of the critical reviews for this have just panned it, and like I'm I'm not going to be doing that as such here. So like if you're expecting me to shit all over this, then sorry. No, no but see, the thing but, is, you you may think I'm saying nice things to spare him, but I like I'm not. You know, I'm like I'm quite. Hmm. <laughs> I I don't spare feelings. Well. No, <laughs> neither do I. No. But like. <laughs> There's some scenes that are like, I don't know, it's so needless, but so fun to watch. There's one where it's like a guy and a girl mm-hmm. against a mountain drop. Mm-hmm. And this scene was totally relevant to the plot and whatever. Like, I don't even know why they added that in, really. But I was like, oh, it's filmed nicely. You know, it's one of those, like, oh, we're yeah. over thirds of a mountain there, you know? Oh, it sounds pretentious. Sorry. It looked pretty. <laughs> it yeah. was like a painting. Dumb it down, Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it did. I, I totally get what you mean. Like, it, it totally fits with not only the the vibe of the era that it's meant to be set in, but the, the lighting and the background and everything that just goes along with it. It's very, like, it's such a romanticised kind of image of what would be going on at that time. Yeah. And it's obviously a bit... Um, it's so over the top, it's ridiculous. Over the it's, top, yeah. And what we also, if you're looking for, like, a historical, like, like dramatic... <laughs> you know, yeah. proper, serious film, this isn't it. You'd be better watching Red Cliffs um, if you were looking for a more historical one, which is basically the same story with the same characters, but um, filmed better. <laughs> um, it's a bit later in the story, but actually that's something I'll mention later is just the comparisons to that. Um, but your, your point about this being not his, particularly historical in itself is actually really interesting because that was what a lot of the criticism from the reviews in the east were basically aimed at you know it's it's not particularly faithful to the story as such because they were looking at it as a um 
as a Three Kingdoms type story as opposed to a, a Dynasty Warriors adaptation. And I think it's really, really important to keep those things separate because the Three Kingdoms is kind of, I feel like from what I've read, it's regarded in the same way that we regard Shakespeare here. Like, to. Oh, we just put up with it? <laughs> oh, we just put up with it. Well, no, but like for certain classes, it's held in high esteem, we'll oh, say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of on a pedestal, essentially. And so I can see why people wouldn't necessarily like this because it is completely ridiculous. Um, but I think what those people are maybe missing is that it's Dynasty Warriors is itself ridiculous. Well, have they so- not seen Kung Fu films? Like, I feel like people are basing it off the Hollywood thing of what a good action film is, and really they should check themselves because they've seen the Fast and Furious series. It's ridiculous, <laughs> too. Sorry, yeah. but it's like, oh, do you want to see. Okay, going between, would I rather see a car jump over a helicopter, or would I rather see a man manage to blast, like, an army of a thousand with one swing of his magic sword i'd rather see the magic sword to be honest yeah so they can check themselves especially because we like we've seen the car doing that sort of thing hundreds of times in recent mm-hmm. years and like how often do you get to see something that's not really like not for us anyway like maybe no. it's more of a uh maybe they're just not appreciating the genre properly like it's meant to be ridiculous that's the point like the game's ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I do think it does help that I have played a bit of the game because I understand that some of the moves because they are very faithful to some of the game moves, which they I are. think is really cute. God, there's there's so many things to go for. Just before we go to the plot as well, we should point out that we're having to do the plot. God, God forbid, like by memory, because there's no <laughs> summaries online for us to like help us along here. So yeah, we're it's very similar to the trailer, and that we're kind of having to wing it. Yeah, we're having to wing this a little bit. So like, thank you for sticking with us. Um, I really, really liked that most of the characters looked really, really faithful to how they do in the games as well. Like, special shout out to how um, Guan Yu was depicted especially. Um, he was pretty much perfectly done up from the costume to the to the weapon to everything. The only criticism I have there is that he his beard game wasn't particularly strong. Like, I feel like he needed a bit of a thicker beard going was on. Was Guan Yu the brother that did the flicky beard thing? Yeah, like he had the longer yeah. beard and the, yeah, like... And, every, and, he did, and whenever he talked or did a battle, he flushed his, his beard to the side. Yeah. His finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was him. Um, I think we should give some shout-outs to two particular men. All right. I'm going to butcher their names. Mm-hmm. Um, what was... Is it Leo... What's Leo, his name? Leo Bay. Leo Bay. Mm-hmm. And it, they say... Cow cow, it's not how you say it. Sao Sao. Yes. Sao Sao and Leo Bay. Right. Pair of hotties. Leo Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Bay. <laughs> right, my my problem with Sao Sao, which will you this won't impede your, your statement in any way whatsoever. I feel like he's too young to play the character based on because again, if we're if we're looking at this as an adaptation of the game specifically, so many of the characters in this were cast so well. And then you have Sao Sao, who looks half his age as what he's depicting. But see, I think they did that um, because they knew that I wanted to have something to look at. Probably. But no, I think <laughs> I think why they actually did that is because they wanted to play him as like, like a yin and yang to um, Leo Bay. So they yeah. had him in black and him in white, and it made more mm. sense to have them be similar looking ages. I mean, I they... mean, they are similar ages. They're both thirty-seven. Yeah, so. they they do. Oh God, you have been doing your research. I have. <laughs> I've seen do I have a shot (laughs) (laughs) and do you no (laughs) (laughs) the other um the other kind of odd bit of casting I think was possibly Lu Bu like most oh he's got the same birthday as me sorry (laughs) oh (laughs) 
Well, maybe, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, Luber, who I feel like is a bit too old for the role. Like, most people were like, oh, he's really, really good casting. And I'm like, yeah, he's doing a good enough job. But again, just based on looks and d depiction, I feel like he was a little bit too old for what was going on there. Lubu, so that's... Um, the main warrior who was... Um, but he's the one who wanted to marry the lady, right? Yeah. But, like, he's always, he's put as one of the main, main ones here, right? But he... I didn't really see him as one of the main main ones. He didn't appear till quite late, did he? Uh, he was in. He did appear quite regularly. So the way he's depicted, uh, both here and in the games and in history, is he was just one of these kind of formidable warriors. To the ex like, so a good a good parallel possibly would be, not necessarily everyone knows lots and lots about Genghis Khan, but everyone knows the name. For example, mm -hmm. so if you put in the context of Dynasty Warriors, Lubu is Genghis Khan. Like, obviously, they're not the same thing, but it's just that kind of notoriety that goes on. Yeah, I wouldn't have said he was a main character though of this um, like, until the no. end. Well, no, like I, I think he's he's the main antagonist. I would argue, but he's and but I again maybe not. <sighs> no, I would say that other guy was Dong Dong Zhuo. Yeah. So see, the problem is, um, this film kind of expects you to kind of come with a lot of pre-knowledge and it doesn't fill in a lot of the gaps and so for me i know that after hula gate dong Zhou is pretty much fucked um because mm -hmm. uh, lubu betrays him so lubu as a character is a bigger obviously i knew that lubu was gonna betray him because he wanted the lady so yeah you know what i mean like i could see that coming but i i guess i just I, in the context of taking it as a film by mm -hmm. itself I didn't think he was that big a character until he fought the three. I say three brothers, not really brothers, though, are they? They're they're blood brother things. Sworn or... sworn brothers. Yeah. yeah, like they're they're born in different places, but they swear this oath that they'll die at the same time or something yeah. like that. And I think within the context of the books and possibly history itself, that doesn't actually happen. Um, there's a lot of there's so much drama that goes on with the story as a whole. It's it's really fascinating yeah. reading, but um, but I think taking it as the film. The main the main characters are the three brothers and then Sorry, Yeah. Thank yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're probably the with, main with ones. With Dong Zhu as the main villain. Yeah, like and it's it's really, really interesting because I think that there are some missed opportunities in this, which I suppose we'll we'll go into and, and go through. Um I don't know whether to bring this up because I have I did message you about this before. But we probably should bring it up because it is kind of <laughs> I know what you're. I already know what you're talking about. I think <laughs> Zhang Fei's brown face. Yeah. Right. Did you think it was that bad, or am I overreacting to that? No. See, the thing is, in the posters, he hasn't got that. Mm -hmm. Right. So you mentioned it before I I watched it even, and I was kind of like looking at the posters. I'm like, what's he on about? Like, you know. Yeah. But it's like, so they browned his face. But they haven't done his arms or his hands. No, it's just his face. But it's it's to he, it look. He looks like he's been tangled, kind of. <laughs> but but worse because it, it just it's just not. What was his name again? Zhang Fei. Zhang Fei. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame because the guy who plays him is again being done a discredit here. Yeah. Absolutely oh, definitely stunning. Right. <laughs> Sorry, it's but he looks like um uh. Oh, uh, what's the guy who plays Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder? Mm. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand. Like, I can't even. So I googled. I was like, right, why did they do that? You know. Mm. 
in the no one says anything. No one's mentioned it in reviews either. I've not seen anything. I I mentioned one review that kind of suggested it briefly, but then didn't go on to say whether or not it was a good or a bad thing. It just kind of glanced over it, and yeah. it was just I, I that was after I'd thought of it myself, and then I thought surely someone else is going to mention this, and no one did, and. I'm really unsure if this is just China being China, or if there's like an actual re- reason for it. Yeah. Because I'm, I really don't know, and I wondered if, well, maybe like the actual character or the, the actual historical figure was um, born in like the south of China or something. But I actually don't think they were. They were born separately, but I don't think they were actually born that far apart. Well, he's not. He's not in the game. He's like not like that no i know like that's the other thing like he is a little bit darker but it's more just tanned as opposed tanned, to like yeah, anything opposed to, like, yeah yeah it, it doesn't look good and he actually it it looks strange you yeah know, he, it, does. it makes him look like i don't know like he's the one character out of the three brothers i didn't really like because mm. well one they didn't give him any lines he has a surprising lack of lines in this yeah, yeah. Um, like in, I, I think as a character, his significance does come later in the overall story, to be fair. Like one, Guan Yu is kind of the star up to this point. Cause even though Le- Leo Bei is depicted as the, I suppose the leader of the free, but Guan Yu is really the one who catches the eyes of the other generals going. Well, he did all the battles. So. Yeah. Um, and he was like, again, he was another, and he ended up being another famed one who was known for just. Uh, stories about his heroism and his like capabilities of taking people down and that sort of thing whereas Liu Bei was very passive and just he had this kind of um, idea of benevolence over anything else and I suppose that's again a contrast between him and Sarah. So again I should I should emphasize that I'm not sure to what extent I'm referencing the novels the real characters or their representations in the games because it now it becomes it all blurs a little bit so what i could be saying could be incredibly wrong except in certain contexts i know i know what i'm saying is true to an extent but there is to which extent i don't know so Ooh, fun <laughs> yeah but see i think the problem is people are then because it's like based off of quite a i don't know a more seriously taken novel mm-hmm. and stuff people Take it, or, or, I'm reading some of the reviews now as we're going, and they are literally, oh, it's not rubbish. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a silly, like, you know. Yeah. I know. But I know it's based off historical people, but it's like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I think if you're going into the, if anyone who went into this expecting, you know, cinematic epic genius, I feel like mm-hmm. was an idiot to begin with. Like, I didn't go into that thinking I was going to get this. I went into this thinking I was going to get... Honestly, I thought I was going to get more fights and I thought I was going to get more guitar music. I was a little bit disappointed with how few of the tracks were used, but I do do love that most of the music used was from the series as well, so... Yeah, I did hear parts. There's a a healthy balance there of of, um, kind of traditional extra music and then the epic guitar strumming that you you know and love. So, or I know and love anyway, so... Um, but I do like how people are, are often saying how, like, as you said, Zazao's been cursed to, uh, cursed, sorry, <laughs> cast too young. And I'm like, it's not that he's been cast too young, because he is almost 40. It's that mm. he just, I don't know, it's just, I think he just looks too nice. You know what I mean? Have you seen what the, the character looks like in the game? I have. He's got the beard. Yeah, he's got like a triangle beard going on. He looks on more him. like how they made um, Zhang Fei look. 
Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like he's the the thing is like Sai Sai and Liu Bei are are kind of opposed as um, the two 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 sides of the same coin. Like Sai Sai is much more of a um, he's much more ambitious and he's willing to use people and dispose of people kind of to get there. Whereas mm-hmm. Liu Bei is very um, very passive and naive in some ways, and. Uh, but they kind of have this quasi respect for each other, which no, I mean, obviously, you know how it's going to go. They're going to end up fighting each other mm-hmm. at some point. But um, shall we just, to the extent that we can, shall we go through the yeah. plot? Um, Before we do that, I will say just going there, like the two sides of a coin thing, I think works with them being because I know they're complaining because I don't know what they want from this adaptation. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want? Like yeah. a perfect recreation of the game, like a, a, the recreation of the book. Like, no matter what you do, someone's going to whine about it. Yeah. Um, so I actually, as a, as a film watcher who hasn't really got much context of anything here, mm. enjoyed him at the age he was because I think he played off well, uh, well to the Liu Bei guy. Yeah. So. I would actually say as well, there's he, he has this kind of cocky arrogance about him, which I think works with him being younger, whereas if it was an older guy doing it, it would just seem a bit... Um, the weird laughy thing was a bit strange though where he just kept having inappropriate bouts of laughter it is but that that seems to me something that a younger person would do like if it was an older person he would just seem like a maniac and I'm not saying he doesn't seem like a maniac yeah, I was going to say he does <laughs> he does well as a younger person as well but you can kind of excuse it to an extent Like mm-hmm. um, he's just cocky, super super cocky yeah. Yeah. so we we start the film with like a brief kind of rundown about the fact that the, the, the there's this uprising of the yellow turbans and they were, I don't really know how to describe it. I'm not even, in fact, you know what? I'm not going to, this isn't a history lesson. So no. the um, so the Yellow Turban Uprising is currently going on and Liu Bei, Zhang Fei and Guan Yu find themselves in the middle of it there to help Dong Zhuo, who I am fairly confident in the games is not part of this fight, but I might be incredibly wrong. Um, but, but they're there for him there and they're taking on the Yellow Turban leader, um, Zhang Jiao, who I thought was depicted really, really well in this. He's just this crazy kind of religious cult leader who, mm-hmm. in addition to being a bit crazy, also happens to have magical powers at the same time. Which oh, is that the of, guy at the top of the mountain with yeah, the the drums? Like, right. which, which kind of legitimizes his craziness in a weird way. Like, most crazy cult leaders can't actually back up what they're, they're saying, but he can. So. Yeah, he has magic powers, <laughs> he so he's does. allowed to be a cult leader. <clears throat> He thinks the um, the will of heaven is on his side, and he's there to unite the country. Essentially, before we go into the plot, we should just say, just in case, um, I did watch the English dub of this. I didn't watch the oh, original. Oh God! Right, yeah. So I watched the whole of the English dub, and then I watched a good chunk of it with the um, Cantonese original. And honestly, if you have a choice, I would watch it in Cantonese with English subtitles because, uh, well, I mean. My my fun little voiceover at the start is a kind of a good depiction of how a lot of the English dub goes, I feel. Like there's there's a lot of kind of oh no, stop, no kind of dialogue and stuff that doesn't really work particularly well and you yeah. kind of think, And the voices don't really match the body sometimes. Yeah. You're like, oh, that grizzly man has this high pitched voice. Okay. And actually some of some of the dialogue is really awkward as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's easier to go along with if it's not something that you can just listen along to so also makes you pay attention a little bit more which may or may not help <laughs> depending yeah. on your mindset but um but he did tell me this before and i just um i tried to watch it in the cantonese but i was like it's the first time around i think i just need to 
do English so I can yeah I don't know I just needed my full attention because I obviously don't know anything about the character I didn't know any of the characters I didn't know any of the story I didn't really know I've not really played the game that much I've not read the book so I just thought I needed all the information I could get yeah (laughs) which is fair um so the yellow turban fight itself is a I think it's a really really strong opener because it kind of gives you a good indication of well it's almost a bit of a false flag in a way because I was hoping more of the film would be that sort of thing um and in a weird way like I understand that there needs to be some character development and there needs to be some downtime between the fights but I was really hoping there was going to be more battles throughout but it probably makes sense that there aren't because I think even as it stands currently, there's a lot of things that will be completely lost to people who have no idea about the greater context of what's going on. And if if there were more fights, there would even there'd be even fewer plot points to develop in character growth to occur. And I think people would just be completely lost if you didn't have any idea. So I understand completely why it is the way it is. But I feel like there are definitely bits that could have been chopped out. And I feel like Having said all that, like I feel like the opening fight is a really, really great way to to start off. Like I, we spoke a little bit earlier about a lot of this, the, the insane movements going on and um, people flying everywhere, and um, even it doesn't look real. I'll say that it doesn't look real. No, like it there's no real small, but it's just so silly and fun. You don't even care. Like you can suspend your dis- disbelief really easily, and I'm fine with that because honestly, who says the battles have to be real looking? Like who cares? There's a bit in that fight as well where um, Liu Bei's cape disappears. He's riding on his horse, which is really funny because he's moving at great speed, but there's, the cape's not moving, which suggests there's no fluttering going on. Which you know, great fucking. Is that because he had this little name? See, whenever they had their name appear, like they froze and looked very dramatic. And uh, it might be. I'm not even. I'm not sure if it was then. I think it might have been after that even. But like. Like, anyway, he was riding on his horse with his massive cape and then it cuts to him the same shot from a slightly different angle and the cape's just gone. And then it cuts back and it's back on again. And I noticed that the first time I watched it and the second time I was like looking out for it again. And yeah, sure enough, like that's a big damn error there because it's right in your face. Like there's no way you can't. It's funny you say because I didn't because I was so like... They kind of just chuck you in, and if you don't know what's happening, you're like, holy shit, what's happening? <laughs> so I was so like, yeah. busy trying to orient myself, because the camera work, you get used to it as it goes along, and I love it now. I do, I adore it, but like they do go diagonal, sideways, through it, under it, up, down, you're like, holy shit, where am I? <laughs> like, what's going on? It's so then there's fast. a man in the mountains, and I'm like, what's, what, what is yeah. this? And then they show you their names, and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. The, there was a bit where an arrow was shot, and you're, the camera's on the back of the arrow as it flies towards, like, and it, but the arrow itself goes in like a weird, not quite like a wibbly-wobbly all over the place, but it is a little bit, like... <laughs> yeah, conveniently placed arrow for good camera. Yeah. Direction. Um, but yeah, I, I loved that sort of shit. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, so. no, it was good. I really liked seeing... I kind of wish... Um, Zhang Zhao had put up a bit more of a fight it would have been fun seeing more magic and stuff from him because that level traditionally um, there's all sorts of um, spells and things going on like he, he, he messes with the wind there's like um, fire tornadoes going on there's boulders rolling down like there's all sorts of stuff that he's just in control of in that level usually and I would have liked to have seen more of that kind of stuff going on but honestly the fight's crazy enough without it, I suppose. So yeah, it, it definitely is enough. I think. Yeah, it probably didn't really need it, but mm. it was satisfying seeing him get taken down. Um, even though he did get stabbed, rolled down a hill, and got on the back of a horse, and was kind of like still like still alive at that point. <laughs> You're thinking, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> they survive. They can take a lot of hits. These guys, like they, they like 
we'll get into it later, but they often like stab themselves for really arbitrary reasons. Mm. Like they like to self harm. Yeah. And and as I said, no one's dead until their head's gone, really. Pretty so. much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um Yeah, so after that we see Liu Bei, um, Zhang Fei and Guan Yu kind of struggle to integrate themselves into any camp. Dong Zhou rejects their their appeal to join him, essentially, just kind of mocking. Uh, Liu Bei is uh, claiming that he's from royal lineage, but has no proof and also has it only two followers. He doesn't have an army with him. He doesn't have any evidence that he's from uh, like worthy lineage as such. So as far as anyone else is concerned, he's just a peasant in particularly nice clothes that make him stand out from every other soldier. So. But, he, but they, they manage to take out the entire like. They do, which is which I find I find really odd at that point because obviously they have put in a lot of work, even right at the start, and everyone's still kind of like, oh, <laughs> you're not of. Sorry, that's my pen flying across the room. Yeah. Did you try and practice doing the sword move? I, there, what was that? I wasn't. I dropped a pen and it bounced <laughs> off the table and hit the microphone. <laughs> 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 uh, but um. Yeah, like, like there's a lot of work going on and they're just like, oh, well, you're fighting a bit above your station, are you not? And it's just like, well, I mean, I guess it's a, a caste system essentially at work, but you would f- you would think based on the time period, you need all the good soldiers you can get. And- yeah, I was going to say, if someone came in and managed to destroy huge chunks of the enemy army, I probably wouldn't be questioning them like that. I'd no. just be like, right, cool, here, yeah. here you go. Here's your commanding position, on you go. Yeah, so they end up uh, going away to look for someone else to serve under. Yeah, because they don't like... Um, they regret saving Dong Zhuo, yeah. Dong Zhuo. Yeah, they, they end up uh, going to, was it Heroes Mountain? I can't remember if that was what it was called. I think it was, uh, no, uh, I wasn't Heroes, was it Heroes Mountain? Well, I don't know, it's Magical Forest. Sorry, this is when the movie actually stole me. This was the part where I was like, yes. See, this is Sparkle Forest. This is, yeah, so on their, way, on their way to some place, they end up kind of going into uh, what's referred to as Forge Castle. Uh, or the Sword Forge, uh, Sword Forge Castle. Now, this I thought this was really funny because <laughs> because the way that the the master of the Sword Forge Castle explains things, she's basically explaining leveling up your weapons, as in game terms. She's just like yeah. your weapons will get stronger with every enemy you kill, right? So leveling up, like you've just taken game dialogue and tried to like force it into the context of a film and it but doesn't sparkles really sparkles and fairy lights so that's okay i go with it yeah. <laughs> the dialogue doesn't work though like whether in english or Canada, like even with the subject the official um subtitle translation not the dub but the, that that still is like your your weapons will get stronger as you kill people it's just like oh it's it, with, the, with it's, every blood spill yeah like it's it's it doesn't quite Okay, like we'll just go with it. But yeah, she uh-huh. she is basically just saying leveling up as in And then we yeah. transition from there into the flashback sequence, which I didn't realise oh. I was very confused because we suddenly end up with someone else. Just, with, um, just so, be- so. Yeah, just before we go into that though, the weapons that so this was another cool bit I thought though. The, the weapons that Liu Bei, Zhang Fei and Guan Yu get are their not their ultimate weapons, but they're kind of like their their stronger kind of all of like almost peak weapons from the game series recreated really well i have to say hmm. i thought they looked really really good especially guan but yu's see, like but just... they didn't get those weapons till after we so i totally forgot that's why we we're there so yeah we went into the magic forest with the lady yeah she then shows us sao sao we go into like a mm. half hour backstory and then they're back there and they're getting weapons i'm like what yeah yeah so the, <laughs> totally forgot yeah there's this whole thing about like the web we'll go into sao sao in just a sec mm-hmm. like the weapons have souls that are linked to heaven 
essentially, and they find warriors for whom they are linked, I think was the explanation. It's like the one choosing the wizard in Harry yeah. Potter. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Um, and there's this whole thing about... Um, the only only people who are deserving will find their way here or something as well so because they they'd managed to find their way into the sparkly forest they are obviously people of of merit or of importance or something like that. They are like heroes that. as the English dub kept calling them. Yeah heroes. heroes. Um this has absolutely fuck all to do with the game by the way this forest this 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 Aww. forge castle thing this isn't a thing at all I honestly I think this is a substitute for like a menu system <laughs> This, this, this whole scene um, which is quite funny in and of itself but um, I quite like that it's like kind of I don't know it, that's how I like adaptations like kind of a bit of that and then like uh, alright we yeah. can't do this so let's just make something up let's just go with it yeah let's just add some sparkles in there um, I was for it I was and they do for it. Um, I quite like the, the, the actual woman that plays that role as well I quite like her part in it because she's just just the way she she composes herself and the knowing looks she gives as she's saying what she's saying like it's i i can't believe she went along with she obviously went along with it willingly because she's playing the part but she must have known what she was saying when she was doing it it's just our nonsense and yet she's really giving it a good go so like i don't yeah, know like, she's I, playing like galandriel and lord of the rings vibes like yeah. she's like very regally giving them this sword that needs blood to get stronger yeah <laughs> very good fun i like her um so Sao Sao, um, we see him, uh, he has problems with the fact that no one is taking action against Dong Zhuo, Dong Zhuo, um, and none of the kind of, what would you even call them? I'm not- Advisors? I guess they're advisors, yeah. None of them are really willing to take any action against him either, so- Because he's just displacing emperors, like, he's just like, right, you, go, yeah. <laughs> new child in. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Dong Zhuo has, he's just replaced uh, one of the existing emperors with another child emperor, and it's his own way of controlling the situation. Um, and it's a bit dark, that whole scene. Um, yeah, that's the one part where it's like they cut away, I think, enough where it wasn't to, but it could have been. The child watching with tears in his eyes, yeah. so it's like, wow, okay. Um, and, uh, oh, I have to say, just on the back on the casting, the guy that's playing Dong Zhuo is really, really good casting again, just in terms yeah. of look and the costume design and his his jagged edge sword. and All of that was really, really well done, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Most of the casting for this is really good, I, I think, honestly. But, um, yeah. Any who do the do. Um, Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> Is that your thing? Sour <laughs> um, Sour. So then he goes to his like blood, his dad's blood brother's house. With, with, with an advisor who sides with him but didn't want to say anything in front of yeah. the others, which is fine. Typical. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking typical. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, again, I think from what I know, this is... Uh, it might have more to do with the story, but there's not an awful lot to do with the actual series. This, like, so this, it kind of lost me a little bit. So I saw in this. Yeah, accidentally guy. murders an entire family for reasons I'm not, I'm still not sure of. So I think because Sao Sao was, so Sao Sao had tried to assassinate Dong Zhuo previously by himself. And failed. And he failed uh, and ended up losing a really, really expensive knife to him in the process. Yeah. Um, which was a good save. I thought that was so comical. Like, like he's he's got his. <laughs> he's like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, he's he has his his knife raised above Dong Zhuo while he sleeps, and the light reflects off the knife, 
into Dong Zhuo's eyes, which causes him to wake up. And he sudden and um, Sai Sai shrinks to his knees and is just like, "Oh, it's a knife for you, my lord." And it's just like, well, I mean, I don't <laughs> no think one's gonna buy that. no one's gonna buy that. No, and and Lu Bu comes back and doesn't buy it. And Dong Zhuo's just like, "Oh, look at this knife I got. Oh, it's wonderful." And yeah, Lu Bu's like, "Yeah, he tried to kill you." And Dong Zhuo's like. Oh, <laughs> um, this is like this is why I should be hired as a dubbing artist. By the way, just saying. Um, um, so Sao Sao uh, is chased out. There's a there's an arrow. There's a, there's a there's a sea of arrows thrown at him. Um, and, well, not thrown at him, like you know, arrowed at him, shot at him. <laughs> the arrows are arrowed at him, and. Uh, one goes in fact a couple of them go through his arm and he doesn't even flinch he's just like hmm. it's like he's carrying them home yeah <laughs> <Does it? laughs> he went to the shop and got some arrows zero fucks given um and lubu chases him down and there's a kind of a fun scene in the forest where lubu's like destroying trees with his massive um staff um and like spells and all sorts of things it's I feel like it's a little bit unsatisfying in a way. Like it would have been nice to have a bit more of a something go on. Like it, mm. it, it just feels like there could have been more there. But like, who am I to judge? I suppose, other than casual film watcher, I suppose. Um, anyway, so that was that was my reasoning for why Sai Sai would be concerned about the family is because he's at this point paranoid about being assassinated at any point so when this family I know but he murdered like an entire family though like. yeah so the context for that is the family take him in because he's the the son of a sworn brother and so they're like oh go rest and the dad's like is that what it's a sworn because they keep saying blood brother I'm like what does that mean I think it's more sworn yeah same sort of thing sworn brother blood brother it's just like it's just an oath you take with people like like right. yeah so um Sao Sao thinks he hears them plotting his death like they're in the back room and they realise they can't get out and they hear something about go sharpening the knives and oh don't be too loud or you'll wake them up so Sao Sao breaks open the door slaughters everyone and then realises oh shit um, <laughs> leaves and finds the dad coming back with wine and he's just like oh why oh, let's make a meal why, yeah why are you leaving so soon and Sasa's just like I killed your family and then he kills him as well so <laughs> wonderful yeah that's um yeah it's pretty pretty sad it is sad um, but it goes it kind of sets up Sasa's character in a really nice way yeah very for, pragmatic and kind of a sociopath yeah and um, especially for if if for those who aren't familiar with the series as a whole it it, it tells you everything you need to know about him basically like, yeah he's... it's really yeah, it's really good for that like I would almost say like there's no point in having the flashback but it does really tell you his like yeah personality pretty well like yeah um, so I think uh, from what I remember, that's pretty much that. Does it not go back to the trio at that point? Yeah, that's when they get their weapons. Yeah. I'm like, oh wait, I forgot we were with them getting their weapons. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long <laughs> diversion, isn't it? It's like yeah. <laughs> a good twenty minutes or so. I feel feel like it might be. Um, so the three of them end up going to uh, Yuan Shuao, who is in charge of a sort of an alliance between lots of different regions. Um, and so you have Sao Sao and his army. You have um, Soon Jan, who is criminally underused in this for a story about the Three Kingdoms, we really only focus on two of them. Um, so you've got um, what becomes Wei, 
Wu and Shu, and they're 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 differentiated by their colors, so that it's green, blue, and red essentially. So for simplicity's sake, Team Red make very very brief appearances in this, and then kind of just fuck off, and it's a little bit disappointing, <laughs> I have to say. Um, but I I kind of understand why, but it's it is a little bit unfortunate. But anyway, they're there, so um, and. Uh, Lil Bay turns up again and it's kind of met with the same response that like, who are you? Well, like, what's your rank? Why should we believe you? And blah, 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 blah. And it's just, um, again, at this point, they've they've slaughtered enough people to kind of justify their their abilities. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, like even before they got their magic weapons, they were using magic powers. So it's yeah, like, um, come on. They're not the just in. talking big game here. Like they can actually back it up. And... It's uh, a bit odd on that front, especially because like the rebellions, like, not like I don't know why the guy who's in charge is the guy in charge. Like you, you have most people. You're now in charge. It's like what? Um, I don't explain why he's in charge very well. I think he comes from like very very royal lineage, and there was something to do with him having had ties to the emperor. Wait, again, but so does Bay. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm calling him. It's not Bae explained very Bae. well, I have to say. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Bay. Yeah. Um, so we end up cutting forward a little bit, and the we're at essentially at the Battle of Ulaugate at this point, which involves um, I can't remember the guy's name, but there's this, there's a there's a general who's just going down, cutting people's heads off. Um, oh, this one. I like this one. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I don't know his name either. I think it's like Hua Zhuang or something like that, but honestly, I don't know. So that would be my guess if I had to guess. And I may or may um, not be right, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, he's, he's not credited because it's a small part, really. Well, he's not credited. It's a small part. He's cut. I mean, it's funny because... So he's in charge of his entire army, but see when he... Like, spoiler alert, he goes down, he gets killed. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he goes, the entire army disappears. I'm like, wait a minute, there's still tons of you. Yeah. I'm like, why are you all running away? I, f- I think it's like an intimidation type thing, I suppose, more than anything. Like they, the 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 rebel side have quite a few high named officers, so they had him and obviously Lubu as well. And when Guan Yu successfully takes this guy down, uh, thus proving his own worth to everyone watching, but also kind of I guess demoralizing the other side they do all just run off and it's sort of um but it's like hundreds of thousands of them run off yeah I know it's weird it is it is it's just odd um so Guan Yu's kind of proved his his worth. It's funny though because he proves his worth after he lets a bunch of other people get beheaded. Yeah, like, I like. He knows he could have done all. I along. like that Bay just lets it happen though. Like because yeah. Guan Yu goes to volunteer and Bay just puts his hand on his shoulders like, it's like ah, no. ah 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 no no not yet <laughs> not your turn yeah but they, so they sacrifice a bunch of people just to make a point yeah <laughs> because they're pay yeah. <laughs> it is a bit petty it's quite funny though um yeah we do like we do like a petty. Petty, we do. petty warlord. Do. Um, a petty bee. We stand a petty bee. Um, <laughs> that might be it. That might be the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, so I'm struggling a little bit here. I think from here, let's just skip to the three of them riding into battle towards the castle itself. Well, they kind of do a weird thing where they have like a... Young, is this before or after they do the the... Yin and Yang battle where they're in black and white robes and then decide what they're going to do. Ah, 
Yeah, you're right. So there is, there's that. I'd forgotten about that. Um, there's Sarasau and the Obey are are dressed in kind of traditional robes on a cliffside, having a because that's where you have to have their battles on a cliffside. Of course, like having a little fight, but like it's a friendly kind of spar. Friendly as you can be if you're like smacking each other over a cliff. You yeah. Know? Um, and they're talking about their different views on things, and um, it's. It, it just it just it's just there to emphasize again that they are that they are kind of the two split yeah. opposites of one each other. kind of blindly wants this dynasty to prevail and one kind of wants i don't know i'm kind of on the side of the sociopath with this one i think <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> well yeah if you have to pick a side um yeah um so that happens and then they kind of, they it seems like there's a i i don't recall exactly how this happens but there's a there's a an army led by Liu Bei which advances on the Hulao gate and mm-hmm. it comes to pass that like half of them are just straw suits or st- suits filled with straw and uh Lu Bu's there and pr- just the wind out of nowhere picks up and there's straw blowing around everywhere and like Lubu's like oh there's not as many people here as they think <laughs> as they want us to think and, ah. yeah, but they never explain how they get like yeah. I don't understand how they get the straw people there no like, I, I don't like there's had right so there, there's a really interesting character in this series called Zhuge Liang who's kind of magic he's a bit of a witch and <laughs> he has all these interesting tactics that go on had he been present at this point, they could have literally just used him as the excuse for that. But because yeah. he's not present and because there's no magic-y, witchy people on their side at this point, it's just odd. Like, how did yeah. they drag them all there? Yeah. It doesn't make we any sense. We will say there's, like, point, they kind of switch between what's... Ha- like, I, you have no time frame of when these things are happening, really. No. They keep switching between things. And before this battle, um, Lubu's met a lady in the water who's trying to kill herself. Right. Um, so there's a little bit more to that than right so that's Jiao Chan and she is one of the what would you call her she's like one of the ladies in waiting I guess for um actually that's a polite way of putting it she's not a lady in waiting she's a kind of a concubine I suppose Uh. um for um Dong Zhou and she's been sold off to him now there's in the the, I can see oh so her character is really weird because she's one of the few characters up to this point who actually isn't based on a real person. Um, she has some prominence in the in the book and in the series as a whole. Like she is actually someone you can play as and fight with, but mm-hmm. she's not a real person, as it were. Um, and the role she plays essentially is she's the daughter of someone who also wanted Dong Zhou to be killed. So she's kind of sold to him in the pretense that she can assassinate from within, within the context of the games at least. Um, and then, depending on the type of uh, the translation or whoever's telling you the story, she um, she meets a bit of an unfortunate end in one way or another by <laughs> by different people. Um, so she's a bit she's kind like in Dynasty Warriors. She's not particularly a tragic figure, I don't think necessarily. Well, it depends if you're on if you're playing on her side or not. But mm-hmm. long story short, in the context of the book, she ends up dead. Um, I think uh, I can't remember if it's Guan Yu that kills her or if it's someone else, but she she kind of puts herself in a position that allows herself to be um, a trap, essentially. Like she's acting as a as a as a as a um, 
As bait? I, I, yeah, that's what I'm going for. She's acting as bait and it backfires a little bit, is my understanding. Um, mm-hmm. But she she does have a, a really important part within the games themselves. And you just don't get that from this film. Like She appears quite late in. And the problem is, I don't think they show you the parts because they, they kind of imply so... She's like, oh, I want to marry you instead to Lubu. I love um, how quick it is. Like, they just yeah. met and she's just like, oh, you'll marry me? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, and then he stabs himself. This is how serious I am. Yeah, okay. This, yeah, so that's the part. So I messaged Calmus when I was watching it. Like, he stabs himself in the arm to prove that he's trustworthy. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so he's a psycho. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he's actually the least trustworthy person in the entire thing. Like, he's betrayed pretty much everyone he's served under up to this mm-hmm. point. Um, He's like, oh, but you can trust me. And actually, as it turns out, she can trust him. Um, she's one of the few people in the whole thing that he actually doesn't turn of his course, back on. Of course, he goes for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a bit of an... It's it's not a particularly u- well-utilized plot point, I have to say. Um, it almost like, yeah, but like, it would make sense if they made more... I guess having her in it, but if see if this is a one shot film with nothing else, they may as well just got rid of her. Yeah, well, to, like if, again, with it being based on the games, like I feel like she should have participated in the fight, honestly. Yeah, because th- just putting her in the carriage and saying you should kill him. Yeah, he likes you. Like they should have had her like, um, depending on which one you use, she has either these like baton things or she has um she has a a whip which. Uh, extends with blades on the end of it depending on like which part of the series you're you're playing as and she's not like the worst character ever and it would have been fun seeing her whipping people and people flying everywhere and um there'd have been rose petals flying everywhere it would have been such a good laugh (laughs) it would have been what a lark it would have been really really good um but no she's just kind of relegated to lubu's side piece sad yeah, yeah, yeah. To sad lady in pond <laughs> with pretty, pretty background. Yep, yep, yep. But that's it. But nevertheless, very sad. Um, and yeah, so we we let's I guess go back just to, to to try and round things off a little bit. We see Lubu engage in in combat with the three brothers and. They're not particularly getting it. It's very flashy and it involves them falling down. It's like a Pokemon battle. It is a bit. Like, they end up falling down a crevice um, and there's a lot of, like, zooming around and leaping around and flying and Lubu is taking them all on. And And then they all all stab themselves to try and make their weapons more powerful. And it works for some... But it doesn't make sense as to why they all stab themselves and weird... Like, see? Okay, here's a question. I know we're going on, but who cares? Hmm. It's going to be a long one, guys. Um... If you were had to stab yourself mm-hmm. and you were in the midst of a battle, where would you stab yourself? Not right across I my certainly chest. Wouldn't be my chest. No. Wouldn't be my hands that I need for the battle. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be yet yeah, twice in the chest or the abdomen. I would probably stab myself in the foot <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like somewhere. Well, yeah. Something probably like that. Thigh? Yeah. Def- something meaty where you can kind of just keep going. Yeah. Definitely not my, my chest or hands, though. I agree with that. Um not my probably not my face either to be fair no but, they seem to have the choice and they choose those yeah they do and like it's funny because actually Zhang Fei on his hands doesn't do that much but Guan Yu really goes for it he just does a slice <laughs> right the way across and you think Jesus man like it's not that serious like <laughs> but apparently it is but why not just go for one finger like they didn't yeah. say you had to like like I don't know it's blood not flesh yeah. that's happening for 
Yeah, it's funny. No, I agree. It's or just bite your tongue or something. You know, yeah. that bleeds a lot. Yeah, odd choices being made here. Um, they Meanwhile, the armies are up there, <laughs> and um, he's man. The, the Lubu has managed to like kill the Lubu. <laughs> half the Lubu. Sorry, Lubu has managed to kill half the army with one single like wave of energy. Yeah. But, not, but you can't take and these. And they then fly into the air and then he electrocutes them as well. Yeah. For good measure. Of course. Yeah. Gotta get that flashy, flashy CG in there. Um, and yeah, uh, it results in. See, you watched this today and it's been a few days since I've seen it. Yeah. So I'm... Well, meanwhile, there's also another battle where Sao Sao was trying to fight, trying to get the Emperor back. Right. And they're all in a, in a city, but the city's been abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the city being abandoned is very funny because they grab a goat and they grab a lady and they cart them off. That's how they, <laughs> <laughs> they empty the city. <laughs> it made me laugh when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really liked how a lot of the cities, or like the buildings and stuff, looked. A lot of the set pieces oh, in the that locations respect, are so. awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. And the costumes are really fun. I know they're not like historically accurate, whatever, but they're really fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I am struggling to remember just off the top of my head now. Does does um, Dong Zhou actually die in this? Um, no. No, that's what I thought. I was like, yeah. So that's why I was really annoyed because so they, they had agreed when they did their Yang and Yang fight to split off and do two different tasks. One one did the we're gonna go after Lubu and one's like we're gonna try and save the Emperor. Yeah. And then uh, neither of them really <laughs> do their task. Yeah. Um, and what happens is it's ten minutes left and I'm going, Oh no, this isn't gonna resolve, is it? There's no way they can resolve this. And sure enough it cuts goes to black screen after like, oh no. Black screen a few years later. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's is when this is when the film started to disappoint me because I was like, I've sat here for two hours and you're telling me there's no resolution. Luckily, you're almost at the end of that point. So even if you're disappointed, it's just like, well, we're, almo- <laughs> I mean, we'll finish we're it. almost out. Um, Sao Sao comes to visit Liu Bei at an encampment and they have a discussion about. But uh, at this point, sorry, important to say, mm-hmm. Sao Sao has grown a small beard in the four, yes. the four years or so that have passed. Well, that's the only difference in their appearances. <laughs> <laughs> small but important details um yeah th- time is kind to them unlike me yeah same unlike me too and um they have a little discussion about how Sai Sai thinks they are the, like, the pair of them are the only true heroes from the the time period yeah, the, they're living the rebel in. leader has um essentially just abandoned the cause really and just decided to go for his own gains like all of them did yeah um and so they have different ideas about how to unify China, or if they even want to unify China. Um, Sai Sai They're does. obsessed with wine. They have some wine. Like, yeah. Always had they have wine in this film. Like, yeah. There's a lot of wine. A lot of wine going around. Um, and then Sai Sai goes off in his merry way, and then it's the end of the film. And that's it. So it, it's it's opening the door for a lot of. A lot of the story at that point gets really, really interesting. Like I have to say, like it's it's important they did the bits they did, and for all me, for the most part, being like, oh, I thought this was really cool. I really like this. Those two battles are probably some of the least interesting ones to play. Generally, mm-hmm. like it gets so much more interesting later, especially when you've got like um, 
all these really, really weird and wonderful characters with different backstories and I know, but even with the amount of characters they had, I was struggling to keep track of who was where I, and who was who. I, I totally get it. Like, there's there's a lot to keep up with already, and so they have to be very, very careful with... Which is why a TV show would have been perfect, because you could have slowly introduced people more, you know? Yeah. And you could have done them all. I don't know. This could have been, like, a season up to this point. Yeah. Oh, definitely. This could have been, like, the end of season one or whatever and just yeah. like prepare to go on more like rather than rather than spend as much money as they did on a film which may or may not get sequels at this point because I, I really don't think it's it's taken much money. Uh, I kind of I really wish it would though because I would love it I if it know. did honestly like we like weird we're this is this is so controversial that we're taking this position with this because most people that have reviewed this seem to really really dislike it and honestly, yeah, because they're looking for like a super I don't know what they're expecting <coughs> it's just, like a silly ass video game yeah like I don't know why they're expecting like this super accurate like lord of the rings type thing yeah or game of thrones type thing because it's not totally i think i think you do to be fair you do need to be in the right mood for it because mm-hmm. it is it, i think you're right in many in one of the things you said earlier it probably is slightly too long for what it is i think yeah there are elements that probably could have been shrunk down a little bit um and i do wish there was more silliness actually like it would have been nice if there was a little bit more silly fight scenes and uh that sort of thing but you know i i'm really really pleased that this is something that exists honestly yeah um and the only thing i would change honestly is like i really wish they hadn't have made his skin darker it's uncomfortable <laughs> to look at yeah yeah it is that's a little bit of an unfortunate decision that they yeah just like <laughs> that's just silly that. like yeah so there's just no need like there's no need yeah like and it's somehow like bypassed. I don't know why it's not. I don't know a bigger issue for people, to be honest. I suspect there's a lot of people that have reviewed it who are like, maybe there's something here that I don't know about, and it's not. Yeah. They're, they're not. They're not seeing it as blackface. They're thinking maybe there's something culturally going on I don't know about, which yeah. could well be the case. But it just looks like. But no, nah, I think it's just. It just looks like they've tried to make him darker intentionally, and it doesn't. It doesn't look good. So it's no. like. Whatever it is, it looks unconvincing. It looks like if he was to rub his hand all over it, like his hand would be left brown. Yeah. So it it just doesn't look good, basically. No. Yeah. I would say it's. I I wouldn't do that. I would change <laughs> that, and I would give um Dao Chan a bigger part, like preferably preferably like an action role, like even mm-hmm. if it was like I'm not saying she has to do loads, but like just have her do something, even if. Oh she, yeah, as it stands, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, she's just there at the last second. Um. Uh, I really, really like the the master of the Swordford's castle, um, and I, yeah, honestly, mostly I'm really impressed with the casting. I love the weapons, I love the costumes, I love the the terrible, terrible special effects. I just love how it's it's bad in all the good ways. Like it, it it's bad in all the right ways. A lot of the CG, yeah. honestly, like it's just everything. I just feel like the CGI was just like. Was just um, a kind of homage to the game. I don't. Yeah, feel like I agree totally. It was low budget or bad. I just think it was they were doing justice to the games, and I actually support that because it's like I yeah, because it is kind of emphasizing it's not based on the books; it's based on the game. Yeah, no, exactly for sure. Um, it's it's not trying to be hysterical, hysterical, historical. <laughs> it is kind it's of hysterical. hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's not trying to be a historical translation of the story or retelling of the story. It's just a bunch of guys with flashy swords fucking shit up 
Um, and it's really, really, I think it's really, really fun. And I stand by it. And if you don't agree, you can fight me. <laughs> Yeah, or go watch something else. Yeah. Or go, go watch, watch the thing. You, go watch the, the what was it you were going to say? The Red, what was the so version? Redcliffe is um it's a it's an epic directed by John Woo. Like it was actually released in two parts, but it's intended to be one film, and it's like four hours long. Oh, um, Maybe one day. In <laughs> in terms of the Free Kingdom story, it's set a little bit down the line. So it's at the Battle of like Cherby, um, which was this epic fight uh, taking place on sea or on a river, basically. Um, and so you have Liu Bei teaming up with Sun Jian from Wu to fight Cao Cao on the water. And uh, there's a whole bunch of like strategy going on. Like they were praying for the wind to come so that they could set light to the whole the boats and stuff. And there's a, there's some like witchcraft and some spookery going on. And it's just, it's again, it's a little bit silly and, and, and um, you kind of just have to go along with it, but it's really good fun, and it's just so easy to, to go along with. And um, if you're wanting something a little bit more faithful to the books, go with that. Because don't, don't get me wrong, as well, that's very kung fu-y as well. There's lots of a, a lot of like fun sword movement and and choreographed fighting going on, but it's not as flashy as this. Like, there's no lightning special effects, for example. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no like overdrive type things going on, but apparently it's only fifty percent factual though. Yeah, like it's not it's not entirely based on historical things, but like it's more true to the to the book as opposed yeah. to history. But like I think people generally felt that that film was really really good, um, and so if you're wanting something a bit more based on the books and and traditional, I suppose you'd go with that. Whereas if you're just wanting a good old time. Then this will do. This will do. We might. We might one day do the Red Cliff. One day. I would totally be up for it if you've got the time to devote to it. We'd maybe be better off doing it in the two parts rather than as a one hour. Yeah, we'll maybe do it like in the winter more indoor more. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, not a bad plan. Um, is there anything else you think's worth mentioning? No, so, wait, would you? We'll do our usual. Yeah, it's important that we we do our usual. Would you recommend it? Of course. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like I love the music. I love the CGI for what it is. I love I love the casting mostly. Uh, I love the costumes. I love the setting. I love pretty much everything about it. Honestly, um, and I know that will. Um, that will sour my um, film student credentials furthermore. Although to be fair, like what what are the, what's that worth? I, anyway? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel like people lie to themselves to try and make themselves sound more important. And yeah. I think a good time above all is the most important thing when you're watching a film. To be honest, like, well, based on those credentials, then I had a good time. So mm-hmm. I'm. I would definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. What about you, as someone who's kind of outside of the whole story of it all? Like, was it how how accessible did you find it? I suppose. I think as long as you know it's based on a video game, you can kind of assume that the moves are doing is based off a video game. If you just if you know you even need to play the video game, mm. you just have to the knowledge it's based on a video game, and it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just- and honestly, just watch it for Bay <laughs> and so <Sarah, Sarah. laughs> Watch it for Bay. <laughs> they are they're, they are good looking dudes. They are yeah, and it's just fun to watch people fighting in silly ways, and the costumes are fun, the backgrounds are pretty, the camera work is so fun. Yeah. I'd say that's the most fun part. It's like they're just swinging you around places. It looks really impressive though, even though it's silly. Like they're like putting you through cliffs. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm doing hand movements. <laughs> so imagine <laughs> I'm flailing around. Um, you get swung about. 
illustrating your description for no one to it's see. fun it's like yeah and, there's, and then there's an end in the pokemon battle so i mean yeah. I'd, why not I, I will say it does end okay just a warning it does end a bit disappointingly i was yeah. a bit disappointed when i got to the end and there was no resolution to anything just more problems yeah <laughs> it is it's just the setup for something a bit greater than than has already been done but yeah no i think it's good fun i would say go give it a watch and plenty of people had it was in the like i thought it had a, had a quite a quiet release initially because i didn't know anyone that was talking about it coming out but it was in the top 10 films in the uk on netflix the other day and i was just like oh, oh okay really? so like there's clearly people watching it which is good it's nice to see that people are giving it a go even if they don't know what they're getting into <laughs> but um yeah i think a lot of people played the game like i've seen lots of People who are really into the game seem to love it, and people who like want a historical mm. documentary don't. And I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. Or there are book fans. Yeah, I think just based on what type of audience you are, you'll just take it as a. This is the type of video game adaptation where you have to actually take it as a video game adaptation and not just a film. Yeah, definitely. And that's fine. <sighs> we've we've finished video video game adaptation month. But it's on a high, though. It is on a high, but it's... It could have ended on Super Mario. It could have. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, this has been really, really good fun. All of these, I've really, really enjoyed this. And, yeah, we'll maybe do more at some point, but... Yeah, you have another birthday month eventually. Exactly. So, <laughs> if you choose One to year. do this again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, we'll, um, we'll go back to, to that at some point. Um, next week, then, we'll be discussing Luca which recently added on to, to Disney Plus and has been like widely widely hyped as the film of the summer. Do we agree? Hmm, I don't know. You'll have to find out. <laughs> um, in the meantime, just the usual spraffing. Um, follow us on Instagram at one of us is bored. If you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube yet, you should do because there's a whole bunch, well, there's a whole bunch, there's four, little shorts <laughs> on there which are i think they're really really good and they're getting some nice attention at the moment um yeah they're, they're high effort so if we get more support on them we're up here exactly uh so just at, uh, search for one of us as bored and we should appear there i keep saying we there's a lot of we going on as you doing all the work here so we like, we we are a team though well here. I, I i'm giving you moral support from <laughs> <laughs> i do often i send it like everything i'm doing i'm like look at it is it good is it bad <laughs> <laughs> look at this yeah um so youtube instagram what else is there anything else to nah i think you should it for now we're still not doing a twitter so leave us alone no that's not happening well not yeah it won't be happening on my end so no that's same i don't like twitter i'm not dealing with that people are mean on twitter yeah i'm, I'm not here for that no no so we're only here for happiness and positivity and attention exactly that's all we want is attention and so far we're getting lots of it so thank you so join us next week for luca and uh yeah hopefully see you then <laughs> <laughs>